Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Cody. Hello. I'm back. And, I, and I'm Elliot. And welcome to episode number 20. Whoop. Just to recap, oh, we played oh, a hey. free-to-play game You're each just gonna week and then we pass over it. that we're on the 20th episode. Uh, a landmark oh, milestone. Well. Man, I actually came back on a perfect yeah, episode, sure. number 20. Two zero. Yes, Scott. Correct. Is there? Did you pre- did you prepare <laughs> a speech, Jeff? No, I'll save that for twenty five because that's the real big one. Yeah, that's twenty six. So at twenty six, but at twenty six, you're almost you're you got half a year's worth of material at twenty six. That's the thing. I'm waiting until we. So we just celebrate now and on twenty five and on twenty six. I'm still waiting for the point we hit like fifty, a hundred, hundred fifty, a thousand. You know, the normal. Well, uh, what? When we hit our year mark, that then we'll celebrate, okay? 10-4. Okay. All right, Cody, what did we play this week? Hey, I'm back so I can do this. Uh, we are playing Dota Underlord. It's a uh, strategy video game uh, on the PC and uh, mobile. Uh, so whatever you like to play on. Uh, Apple, Android, whatever your preference is. Uh, it was released on January 4th of this year. And... Yeah, it's uh the mod was on January. 4th. Oh, the mod. Okay, so the mod was on January fourth, and then the actual one released June twentieth. June twenty. I was about to say I don't see this. It's not. It's not actually bringing up the. Uh, the I still had my list ready in case Cody screwed up. Well, good for you. Good I job. just I just assumed Cody was going to Cody it. Wow. Okay. Wow. Miss you guys too. Missed you, Cody. I missed you. I hate all of you so much. I didn't say anything, Cody. Shut up, Jeff. I didn't ridicule you. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're wasting no time. All right. Continue. Oh, uh, before we get going, I do want to say I had a blast when I first, uh, I think it was the first week that I was gone. Uh, it was really funny. Uh, there was a, Jeff tried to call me out on the podcast saying that I didn't listen. And uh, I was actually listening to it on my way to go take a test. I was already uh, a little stressed out, a little, uh, little on edge and... Uh, I, I heard, I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 this is not going down. So I called him while he was at work, and I didn't introduce myself. I just said, 52, give me my money. You should have you should have waited a couple weeks, because Cody told me before we recorded that he didn't listen to last week's episode. I have not so listened to last week's episode You should have given a couple yet. of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I should That was the problem. We knew he was going to listen to the first I, one I knew after he, he didn't left. Listen, I listened to the two of them. I just them. didn't know which one he didn't listen to. So that's fair. Let's talk about the game this week, because I played a ton of uh, Underlords. So I'm going to start the gameplay, if that's okay with you guys. How about it? So, uh, Underlords is... My mic smells funny. Yeah, I bet. Underlords is Valve's version of a mod for Dota 2 called Auto Chess. And so the genre is often referred to as Auto Chess, but I've also seen it called an Auto Battler. Uh, so what you do is it's nothing really like chess other than that. There's a grid that you place game pieces on and that's where the chess comparisons end. Uh, so when there's a I lot going on, so I'm going to the same amount of uh, squares, doesn't it? I honestly don't know chess well enough to answer that question. I don't know either. I didn't take a look. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it has the exact same amount of number We're of very close as a chess board. Huh? Okay. So, <laughs> What you do is you start off, um, there's a lot of things going on. There's your uh, level, there's how much money you have, and then there's your units. So the first round you start off with one gold and a selection of five different one-cost units to buy. And as you get deeper in the game, the cost of the units will go up based on the level of the unit, and it goes from one through five. And... Uh, There's a lot of different ways to accrue money, which I'll get into, um, but I won't try to go too long so anybody else can chime in when they want. But uh, basically, you spend this currency to get pieces and you place them on your board. And then at the start of each round, uh, every fifth and tenth round, you fight creep. So it's just AI controlled characters and you get an item for doing that. But the rest of the time, you're battling against seven other players uh and you rotate who you battle against also creeps what's that 
Yeah. First three rounds. The first three yeah, the rounds first three rounds are also, also creeps. Loot rounds where you battle AI. Right. And so you're going to start off with a handful of items by doing those creep rounds because every creep round you get one item. Um, and if you win the round, you get a selection of three. Or if you lose, you it just gives you one option. Uh, there's also an item you can get that will give you four op, uh, four options after those battles. Uh, a lot of the items you'll attach to your units that will give them buffs to their attack speed, their armor, things like that. And part of when you select your character, your pieces on the right you'll see a synergy basically each piece has two classes and you get so, bonuses for pairing up the classes with yeah. alliances so, some, is what they call yeah, them. Some, alliances yeah some of them actually i think there was only i only saw one but there are a couple of that do have i think it's three alliances but yeah once you if you get so many of the same alliance on your team so i think i like to do the warriors so if you, if i got uh, I can't remember if it's two or three warriors, but they three. get it was three. Okay, because so, I know some of them are two anyway. Um, once you get so many of the same type, you get a boost. And then if you have you know all six of your, if you have six people on the field, all of them have warrior. You get another boost. And then I think there's uh, three tiers to every one, right? No, yeah. um, some of them only have one tier. Some of them have two, and some of them have and three. Some have three. Three yeah. is the max. And so there's like early game units that only have like one or two tiers that you can get real easily where you only need to pair two. Mm -hmm. So like the druids for me was really good early game because I could just get two druids real easy, real cheap, put them on the board and they pair it. They just have to be unique. Mm -hmm. So one of the druid characters is the enchantress. You can't buy two enchantresses and put them on the field. Uh, well, you can put them on the field, but you won't get the their bonus alliance yeah. bonus because it has to be unique units also uh another thing that we ought to mention so the how you uh, when you put the heroes on you have to buy each hero and then put them on the board but you can only have as many units on the board as what level you are uh, so you start off with one you can only have one uh once you get to level two which is always after the first one um, you can have two and so on up to a max level of 10. So that's it. Um, also as you're buying units, um, if you have, if you purchase three of the exact same unit, they will actually upgrade into a two star. So each unit has, they start off as a one star. Um, after you buy three of the same unit, it will upgrade into a single two star. Then if you can manage to get three two stars then they will upgrade into a three star which is pretty hard to do unless you're purchasing the one cost units most of the time yeah and yeah. that's as high as they go yeah there's uh 117 heroes to choose from from the five different tiers um and they belong to 23 alliances and again every unit has at least two alliances um and there are 69 items to pick from um through the loot rounds so it's a lot of different choices to make here you're never playing the same game right ever and this kind of scratches the roguelike itch for me where i get in the game and i don't really know how my build's gonna go i don't know what direction i'm gonna take it depends on what the rng decides to give me and that keeps it fresh it makes me want to dive back in because there's more than one right way to win your game and you just need to pick which right way works now sometimes rng will screw you and uh, that's you just oh, won't the RNG what you need here all the time. Is, <laughs> geez, the RNG here is ridiculous, right? Sometimes I feel like it's oh, literally, terrible. yeah, eight. It's like seven people versus me, and where I'm like, all these guys well, are getting all these great units, and I'm just getting screwed. Well, and I felt that way too. But then you, there's a way to mitigate it. So, yes, you have your field, uh, but you have a bench that can hold what eight or ten units. Eight units. Yeah. yeah. So you want to keep your bench kind of filled up with options, especially in the early to mid game, because one of the key parts of the gameplay here is you got to pivot. You got to say, okay, I'm running warriors right now, but these warriors aren't working. I'm losing. So you might need to sell off those warriors and move to shamans and just oh, adjust yeah. to how the game goes. And so yeah, I do think that the RG can screw you. I don't think it's as bad as you're thinking it's not as bad as you think it is in the there's beginning there's a way yeah. to in mitigate it but you, you yeah it will keep you from winning a game 
but it shouldn't keep oh, you from being in the does. top four. Um, it, but again, you still can get screwed because it is RNG. The RNG I, makes it fresh, but it also can get you. Oh, little... there's there's certainly early game, mid game, and late game. Mm-hmm. You can win early game very easily and get screwed mid game if you're not you know if you're just sticking to one set of things you're going to lose yeah i've i've had games where i would pick early game and all that but by the late game i would get choices that i was like yeah i don't really want that and then the next round i would get the same one again i'm like yo had i picked that one up i could have you know been even closer to it two starring it and then the next round, I get another exact same thing, and I'm like, really? Right. That's why really you got to keep your bench full. I didn't want that. <laughs> yeah. So you say, oh, I don't really want that, but maybe you. So there's no real reason not to spend your money other than hitting your... Okay. So one of the things about making money in this game, you make money by winning. You make money just by going through the rounds. You make money by going... Well, you make o- money by losing you... in... in in round multiple yes, rounds right yeah. i mean you can, if you're losing one round you yeah, gotta I lose two you gotta lose three three losing streak you get like a an extra gold each round that you lose after that yeah but it goes for the same goes for winning as well right so but it's then actually you're very def- you're it's definitely not advantageous for you to win one lose one win one lose yes. one. yeah you're screwing yourself that way for sure i mean it's still best to win streak because you get one current one coin for winning and then you get a win streak bonus uh, the other way you make money is by um, interest. And so every 10 coins you have, you get a bonus coin at the end of each round up to five. So you kind of want to, about the mid game, be around 50 coins so that every round you're getting at least 10 coins back. And that opens up a lot. And so you want to use that money to keep your bench full. And also you can pay to level yourself up. And so... You don't want to go too aggressive on it unless you're almost about to die. Then you just you spend everything you have to just try to build something. But um, there's a lot of resource management, and a lot of your resources are your units. So yeah, no, there's a lot to this game. This game is heavy. Yeah, and, and see, I go the interest part. I didn't know about until just before we started the podcast because I was talking to. I was like, yeah. I actually only played one multiplayer game because I spent the rest of the time trying to figure out what was going on because it is... There's a lot in this game. Um, oh, if you play the tutorial, it it gives you the most basic right. of instruction. Yeah, the, the, That's one of the... The one thing I think that this game struggles with is that like there is a floor, a learning curve here, and it's very steep. Yeah, so and they do very little to help you. That that it almost turned me off early on. Well, like the first yeah, welcome to MOBAs. There's, there's resources out there to watch and learn how to play this game, and you have more to use them. And you have to use right. those. You have if to. you do not watch those or read up on it, you're going to be so lost. And you're not going to have ridiculous. fun, which I think is a downside to this. Yeah. Like you have to go outside the game to have fun playing this game. And I think part of it is because it is this sort of new genre. I mean, it's it's less than oh. a year old, the genre. Well, look, the uh, the um, mod came out January 4th. Mm-hmm. April April 18th, Auto Chess, the game, came out. Dota Underlords came out June 20th. Team Fight Tactics, which is Riot's League of Legends version, came out June 26th. Right. I mean, this is a brand new genre, and there's already a lot of, like, competition. Yeah, and I think that's part of why, like, there's so little in the game to teach you is because it's so fresh of uh, yeah. a genre. So I had to watch. I watched almost as much as I played this week. I watched a streamer by the name of uh, Swim, which I believe uh, Scott tweeted about. Swim stream. Uh, yeah, I watched him a little too. He was good. That was a good suggestion. He's really good at I, saying. I recommend watching his YouTube instead because he's actually got a whole series of videos on how to play the game effectively yeah but he'll even tell you like i was watching him today that they've updated and patched the game that even that while still will help yep. you is kind of out of date already for being a top tier player uh i recommend the quill 18 video um uh he's a streamer or a youtuber he's got a real nice basic level tutorial but and then swim will teach you how to pivot and you know because one of the worst things you can do in the game is commit to a build. Yeah. Because it, where I kind of hit a wall 
was in the mid game. I'd get my mid game together and I'd be rolling. And then yeah, I hit. When do you switch? Yeah, when and I hit. Yeah, I hit around round twenty two, twenty three. Things started going south, and I couldn't figure out why. But then I started pivoting into um, shamans and mages and warlocks to get that AOE damage. And mm-hmm. then I started winning games, and I've won four now. Um, both times they were back to back, and I, I feel like I'm definitely getting better at the game. But a lot of that is because of outside influence, watching a lot of streams, watching a lot of YouTube. And playing the game a lot. Well, see, I didn't watch a lot of YouTube. I think I watched a couple of videos just to kind of get an idea of what I was doing. Um, but I didn't. I, I didn't watch anything that went a lot, really heavy in depth like you guys did. Um, so I will say, unless you do look at that, a lot of my, a lot of what I did, I was learning through trial and error with the with the uh, uh, what is it called the affinities. Yeah. So, like, did you have? Were you having fun, Cody? Oh, playing? yes, I had a Since lot of did, fun. It, okay. Because so you would start. You know, not only does each thing have its own affinity, each character has its own way of dealing damage, its own abilities. So there's a for me, it was a lot of trial and error. So, like I said, when I started out, I was doing nothing but throwing warriors on the board, and I was like, okay, why am I not killing anything? My things are lasting a long time, but I can't kill anything. Well, then you know, I started adding. I would put warriors, and the, then I learned it wars in the front line then put some like uh single damage in the back and then i started going to mages which did aoe damage and it got a lot better after that but it it it, it was fun because like you said before it's never the same game so you're almost forced to do a trial and error learning what each of these characters does right and i i really so, enjoyed that here's jeff's amateur pro tips this is just i think of all four of us i might have between streaming watching and playing uh because i happen to have a four-day weekend probably did more underlords than anybody here and here's my like don't sweat your early game by mid game you want to have some of your heavier units and then around round 20 you want to pivot into shamans wizards or excuse me shamans warlocks and mages because they do aoe damage and that's just like key and you also don't want to commit too deep on some of the like knights and warriors because some of them they require nine units and you're just going to hose yourself if you go that deep and so you want to have usually specialize in uh three uh, of the different uh alliances and there's some that work better in the late game than the early game and certainly the mages and shamans at least in the current build that's what worked for me as pretty much as a novice that has actually been able to get a couple wins. Um, you also have to pivot your game dependent on what items you get from the loot. Right. Yes. Because sometimes you'll yes. actually get items that will help specific classes, whereas, you know, instead of items that you can equip to a specific character. Um, I know there was like, a, there was one for Warlocks that if you had that, it would actually heal any character that was within a cell from your warlock that was doing damage. Um, There was things for like warriors where the warriors would stay alive for an extra 10 seconds after they hit zero health to continue to fight for that amount of time before they actually died. But, you know, it, it really changes your gameplay style when you have to work your way around these uh, extra buffs and items that you have. Yeah, and I didn't commit to those class-based items till I kind of knew where I wanted to go. So I did stick to... So the things I really found to work for me are items that reduce cooldown and increase mana production. So each um, character has a passive or an active uh, ability. Most of them are active. There aren't that many I saw that had passives. So you want them to be firing off their active ability as much as possible. So you'll find items that will increase the cooldown or decrease the cooldown so they're they're going more often. And the, some of them have to build up mana. And there's items that do that. And then there's items that will, when they hit a certain, like if they get below 20 health, all of their cooldowns reset. And then you get that extra burst of damage. Uh, so th- I found that to be really helpful, especially in the late game. I'm going mages and stuff where I need that to, to happen. Speaking of active abilities, who in the world puts down that giant field of like poison, I guess it is, 
I don't know what that thing is or who it is. No, that giant AOE. Yeah, it takes up like the entire board, and I was getting destroyed by it, and I was getting so frustrated because I could not figure out who it was. I thought I figured it out. I actually, got it's a character. legendary. I can't think of his name. Yeah, right now. it's the big green guy, oh right? Oh my god, that was yeah. so annoying. Yeah, because I, I know what he looks like. I, yeah, I. So I that's why you got to work towards like getting that though. Every one of my opponents had him though in the late game. I'm like, where is this guy coming from? Which oh. one is it? Well, no, uh, there was a guy that had it early. Like he had it like right between early and mid game. And I was like, because I, I would have, like, uh, again, I used a lot of warriors, and then, so I would do warriors up front so I could tank a lot of the damage, and then I would have mages and archers and stuff in the back to do damage, and AoE damage, or healing, and all of a sudden, there's just this giant green field, on the, and everything dies, and I, I don't stand a chance. I'm like, what is this? What is happening? Yeah, I can't remember which one it is, but I've had it on my side before, and it's nice. Well, I did find that one of the legendaries, like, it, it, he was really fun. He does a AoE. He, like, puts down a barrel on anything within range of it. It does, like, a ton of burst damage, but it takes some time. Uh, yeah. but that thing was awesome. So we haven't really discussed about the goal of the game. So each player, each eight players, you all start with 100 health. And... The way you win this game is you have to beat each opponent, and depending on how many units you have left alive after the fight depends on how much health is taken away from your opponent. And what so level it is, each... and what uh, star number it is, too, that also adds yes. up. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So once each opponent gets down to zero health, then they are taken out of the game. So the object of it is to take eight different, or sorry, seven different other players out of the mix by taking them to zero health. Yeah, so it kind of has that battle royale feel almost. Um, yeah, but you can also watch everybody, which is another really cool thing. Like you can click on any other person playing and see <laughs> what units they have, which is also a big thing. I would buy units to block guys from getting two-star units. <laughs> and see, I actually found that out by accident because I freaked out because I had a... Uh, thank God it was during a loot round. But, like, all of a sudden, I couldn't place anything, and I was I was like, I don't have these characters. What? What's? Where did all my people go? What, oh. What's going on? And I started panicking, and I finally realized that I had, like, holding my phone the way I did, my, like, my palm accidentally hit the side of it and switch to somebody else i was like oh god oh god what's happening i don't know what to do i'm panicking panic yeah. <laughs> i've done that I, more than once i did that too early <laughs> on and i was like i was watching somebody else play and they lost but my character won and i was like what just happened uh, it says i, I watched a lot of other people when i would play because i would buy their units because they were buying mine hmm so, wait a minute, what do you mean by you were buying their units and you, they were buying your... Well, so the unit pool out of the heroes, there's only a certain amount of units per tier available. So, if I buy the two axe guys, there's another. There's still more axe guys available, but like not as many, right? So, if I buy two, my chances of getting that third one are, sl are slimmer, but also someone else can buy that axe unit and I can't get them until that opponent dies oh, and that unit goes that. back into the pool. Hmm. Oh, there's a huge strategy that to that. Yeah, it's a big part of it, too. Hmm. That would probably explain why I wasn't getting yes. extras of certain units. And you would be like, why can I not get the third one of these? I yeah, that's exactly it. That. Yes, that's... yes. Yeah, because oh my gosh, that was... each tier level, they're, they're even, there's, what, five tiers? But even in each tier level, like tier one, there's good units and there's bad units to get mm -hmm. and so like you know everyone goes for the good the better units or the currently like you know top tier of that tier unit to try to get the two star but you would also that buy it just to block some someone games... so there there's a, a unit it's basically like a giant uh earth golem that's a yeah he's he's class. amazing he's amazing oh, and like I played probably like six games in a row where it never came up for me because everyone picked him up. The character, yeah, because everyone wanted him because he's that, top tier. That makes perfect sense now. He's tier one of of the first tier. He's top tier. He's the best character. Are you in talking tier about one tiny currently? Yes, yeah. tiny. Tiny's, Tiny's awesome. tier two. Tier two. No, uh, uh, we're talking about someone tiny. else. 
I bought a. I'm talking yeah, about no, Tiny. I'm talking tiny is tier is top tier in his tier level. See, when the the game that I was, I got. I got Axe, yeah. uh, Axe, Tiny, and Tusk, and I just used those. Yeah, Axe is pretty low, uh, I think. I just use, like, I max those guys out. They don't do a ton of damage, but good lord, they they have a couple they of stun abilities. Forever, they, and that's stay, the, they, yeah. they stay alive. I've, it's great. I found I that with a list to three-star um, units was kind of overrated because you, yep. you have to pivot so much that um, you actually, for one star units when you sell them you get a hundred percent of what you spend on them back that's why but, you never shy yourself away from buying as many as you can right but once you start leveling them you get like i actually three uh three single star units when you get a two star unit i mean uh for level one you'll get all of that money back but above that you start losing a bit of that yep. economy um yeah so like i think if I don't know the exact numbers on it, but let's say you leveled a, a level five, you know, to a, a star two. When you sell it, you might only get like seven or eight gold back. You know, it won't be the same amount. You'll lose a little bit of that money. And that's why you don't want to. One of the things you can spend money on is re-rolling your five options. And generally, you don't want to do that because that money's gone forever when you click the re-roll button. So you kind of want to save that to when you really need it. Or if you're about to lose, like you get down where you could lose in the next round, then you want to rush your build. But um, making sure did you, you ever find keep your economy. Did you ever find that you shied away from buying a five-star unit? Like I would always buy a five-star unit when it popped up if I could. No. Almost always. Uh, well, I Because they're all pretty good. Yeah, but I waited till late game um, to do that, like... I liked having a lot of options to get my two stars. And then once I started getting late game, then I started rushing the five stars, but it, yeah, it's all situational. I, it's like game to game. My strategy changes. Yeah. yeah it, this was, it, it was, I actually ended up passing over quite a few tier fives. Uh, Cause I would get them like around maybe like 12 to 13. Of course, this is before I knew a lot of the information I know now. Um, so like I would end up buying up and trying to get three star units. So I would end up like re-rolling and just get away, getting away from, um, you know, these top tier things because one, I didn't have the money Two I was looking to get that three star. So I did a lot of re-rolling. So that's probably a big no, no. <laughs> My bad. Okay, so the character I was talking about is the, uh, Treant protector. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Um, yeah. He's, yeah. You get yeah. him early and you pair him with the enchantress. Oh, the druids so are good. great early on. So, yeah. what's so good about the enchantress? Oh, yeah, Anybody yeah. that can spawn more, so, anything that can spawn more units on the board is so the like, tree can spawn more units, and then the enchantress so is one of the best healers in the game, certainly early on. But the druids' first tier only requires two druids, and you get their first perk, and it pushes, which yeah, pushes the lowest unit up one level. So it's if, if you have a tree and an enchantress, it automatically yeah. puts your tree up to level two, oh and now that'll get you that'll get you to the mid game, if not through it. But then you have to pivot away from it. But yep. um, it, they're really those the the two druid start is really nice. So, Jeff, how many times are you gonna use the word pivot this this podcast? Oh, but it's as many times so right. as I say Diablo. That's fair. Or as many times as I say. So anyway, exactly. Yeah. So, is there anything else within the gameplay that we that we think we need to discuss? Um, there's a lot to missed? it. Yeah. We're scratching the surface. Is yeah. what we need to really say because there's there's so much here that it's hard to even talk about in an hour. Yeah, and, and honestly, we haven't. We're not pros at this, so I'm sure that once you start getting to the higher tiers, there is obviously you got to worry about gold management, leveling up, uh, you know, trying to figure out which get the correct characters and make them synergize. And I'm sure there's a ton of other stuff like you were talking about where you need to, you know, kind of watch everybody else to see what they're buying, so you don't you can you still have a chance to level up your characters. And oh god, there's so much. Ugh. All right, so Jeff, favorite class in the game? Yeah, unit or alliance? You mean alliance or unit? Ooh, um, uh, 
Ah, I don't know. Cause it depends. It's hard. Yeah. There's, I like, um, like early on tiny's awesome. I like having in the enchantress and the tree. I really like the like serpent that spawns little bugs. Ah, Medusa is really, really good. Medusa. Medusa she can really shoot good, yeah. three arrows at once. Um, the werewolf guy is good. If you can get him two oh, star early awesome. on, the guy with the ship is really good. Kazik or Kaza or whatever. Yeah, he's awesome. good if you can get two star. I got him on like my first game, and then I couldn't get him in any other game after. I that. have. I don't think I've had the ship that much, but then uh, Razor's really good. I like yeah, Razor. Any yeah, yeah. mage, anything that does area damage. So I don't. I can't pick one unit that's my favorite, but I, I definitely. I really like early druids and late mages. All right, Elliot. What about you? Yeah, I the early druid, the the tree guy was really good. Tiny is really good early on. I always see, if I see Tiny, I always pick him up. The Beastmaster was really good early on too. Um, assassins are strong early on if you can get three assassins early on, which happens rarely. Um, I thought the humans like were pretty weak yeah. to me. I felt humans were really weak. Um, I thought warriors are okay. Yeah, um, I did. A, I didn't mess with Heartless very often. Heartless um, is good mid 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 game, especially if you get, there's a perk that makes the humans turns them to Heartless. Yeah, that's so right. You can, yeah, you can level that perk a little better. It reduces the armor of the other team. It, Hunter, for me, I found Hunter that to be was decent good. I found Hunters to be pretty decent. Um, I didn't really bother with trolls. I didn't really bother with dragon. I just wasn't good. Scrappy, I didn't like in the beginning and then learned to like. Yeah. I do like the dragons you know. a little bit. Like if you can get, because two dragons, you usually don't want to push it further than that. Also, there's um, demons and demon hunters, where if you get a demon, if you just have yeah. one on your board, it gets buffed unless the other team has a demon hunter. And then it's offset. Yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, there's just so much to it that. Well, so the demon and demon hunters, and actually that was my favorite class that I was going to discuss, but if you have a demon, you can't have a second demon or else you lose that um, uh, class ability that they have. So demons have a class ability where they do like double damage. They get they um, get 50% pure damage buff. Yeah, 50% pure damage. So... If you have two demons on the board, you don't get that buff. But if you have the demon hunter on your board with more demons, they all get that buff. Yeah, there's so many synergies. Cody, what about you? Did, was there one that you liked? Um, like I said, I, I like to. I usually like to stay around warriors for the for the really early game, and then I would start getting a lot of mages uh, to try to get that aoe damage and then i i always om, almost always tried to get a warlock because uh, i didn't know about the enchantress um but i love the warlock because he can heal especially if you got the item that heals everything around him if you put him if you kind of group everybody right around him then he can heal on, on top of his healing ability he i think is an automatic heal for the item i can't remember what it is but you heal like an extra 25 percent to everybody uh, around you, it's it's really nice. So, I, I usually stuck towards uh, warriors and uh, mages. I I try I tried to do some. I did like one demon, and that was the shadow fiend. He his ability, if he was the only one on the board, he did so much damage. But he's a little bit squishy, and if somebody can get to him, he'll die fairly quickly. Well, and I I liked the, that one too, but I'd always put the chainmail on him to get the bonus armor. And yeah. he was also a warlock, and so he could be a unit I'd have late game as well. So, yes, yeah, so if you had him plus the warlock healing, he's got this uh, AOE damage ability that like spreads out black fireballs in like a, a three sixty degree, uh, like rippling effect out, and that would heal anybody next to him like so much. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I really um, enjoyed the Shadow so, Fiend. He was he was he was probably one of the best high damage units I had. Yeah. Currently this game has no payability. There's nothing within the game that you can purchase. So as of right now, the game is one hundred percent free to play. So you don't have to worry about any purchases within the game. Um, it is still 
early release or beta or beta. something like that. So that could change in the future. I, I would depending what I feel the, comfortable uh, saying that will change in the future. There are going to be so, microtransactions in yeah, this Yeah, because this is preseason. It's not even a season yet, right? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine you'll see a battle pass, cosmetics. You know, you want your Shadow Fiend to look crazy and have amazing armor or something. You'll be able to pay to do that. I I would imagine maybe they have, like, special boards you could have and, you know, all that stuff. Player icons, frames. So we touched on this just a little bit. What do you think they're going to do going forward? Because, I mean, if they just keep adding heroes and items, I feel like the, the, the pool is just going to get too large. If they yeah. just because every because right now everybody's got the exact same build or the exact same uh, cards, I guess if you want to call it that, um, they all have it's all from the same pool, so nobody's got a really an advantage. Um, but you know, moving forward, they're gonna have to add something to this to keep it fresh and keep it moving. But how do you do that? Because well, you... I think the the player units and stuff like that will just continue to be free for everyone. Yeah. So I think you're going to look at more... This is what I'm hoping. You're going to end up with more of a Fortnite strategy where all the stuff you pay for is cosmetic. It doesn't affect the game because they want to make it an eSport. They're going to have to keep the competitive nature of the game pure. And by adding any sort of elements you can pay to gain an advantage would break the game. So I really don't see them doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, agree. I, I understand that. But I, I'm talking like, okay, so we'll say, you know, within the year they add another 40 units, let's just say, for hypothetical, which I don't think it'll be that much. Maybe they'll cycle units but, out, right? Maybe they'll do that. Maybe, or, or do you think you'll, they'll, that they'll, you might... they'll do it like they have it now, where it's like, all right, you have to pick this many tier ones. Uh, I, I think yeah, that would be a good system. It's maybe like, that... all right, you got to feel... Tier ones. They might so even do like Hearthstone, where they have like Type A, Type B. You know, like this is the current set of units that we're playing with, and this is all of the units. So you can play unranked with all the units, or you can play ranked with the current set of units yeah. we're using. I'm not too worried about this as far as them breaking the game because there's a ton of competition right now, and yeah. I think they're going to tread carefully. And I mean, because the team. Uh, right now, the big one is Team Fight Tactics. Uh, yeah, that's the most riots. popular one. Yeah, and I think yeah, the queue times for that. Did you hear the queue times for that game? If you were not a streamer, were like seven to eight hours. Oh yeah, my good lord. What? Yeah, and there's that's no mobile crazy. client. You can't play on your phone. And, yeah. So. Huh. Well, I it's was gonna say terrible. I, I was gonna play some league after we got off of this, but uh, I guess I'm not gonna do Team Fight Tactics. <laughs> I was actually thinking about doing that and see what that one's all about. But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. they're just not used to people play, wanting to play their game, so. Wow, shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> truth? Hashtag right, truth. So, uh, what do we say about the replay of There's a ton. <laughs> Moving yeah, on. I, no, I. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. I'm going <laughs> to say, and just kind of reiterate the whole, how it kind of scratches that roguelike itch for me. When I fail, I want to try again, because I think, I know I'm going to get something different. And uh, I have to improvise and watch where my build's going to go. It's not the same. And the learning curve, while steep, adds to that replayability. So if you're willing to power through, you're willing to sit and watch tutorials and streams and just glean knowledge where you can get it, uh, it's very rewarding when things start to work in your favor. And you see, like I had this crazy mage build late in the game, and I was just steamrolling everyone like tentacles were coming out of the ground and pulling their units underground and just wrecking the enemy and so it rewards you for investing the time to learn the game it is a steep learning curve and if you can get past it though it you're just going to be addicted i've been playing it all week it's been one of the only games i played yeah it, it just there's like Jeff said, you're not going to play the same game twice because your early game is going to change every time because, you know, well, like I like to use, again, I like to use Warriors at the early game. Well, guess what? I may not be able to do that because I don't get the cards because of RNG. So I might have to start off, you know, uh, maybe find a demon or I might have to use a troll, a mage off the, off the start. But everything changes so much uh, just because of the way the, how you, you know, you get five random cards at the beginning of the round, and then you buy your units from that. 
it's never the same and i love that yeah and the pacing is really good game wise like that you don't sit around waiting too much which is also really good about the replayability where yeah you you kind of always have to be changing your build so you're always looking at what you want to do next what decisions you need to make each round so there i've had maybe one or two rounds here or there where i really didn't have anything to do because i was waiting for something but it was rare. Most of the time I had something I needed to do to better my build. With this being on mobile, there is a caveat I want everybody to understand. When you start a game, you want to at least have 30 minutes to an hour to be able to invest in it. Because some of the games can run pretty long. Especially if you're doing quite well or you have an appointment opponent that's doing really well as well. Um, so it was a little misleading in the beginning to me because of the fact that it wasn't like short games or quick games that like they were at least 30 minutes long, if not longer. Well, the flip side to that is you can save your bot games. So like if you're running a bot game on whatever difficulty, just to get yes, practice, you can leave and come back. So if you're just on the can, you know to play that mode. But if you're in bed, you have you can go ahead and start up a, a, a multiplayer game. Yeah, and that's what but I was yeah, going to say. 40, it takes me about 45 minutes for the games that I won. Yeah, I, I think I ran yeah. around 40 minutes, the the few multiplayer games I did. But uh, if you play against the bot, it was nice because, like, I think I was... Uh, my parents got home from vacation, and they needed me to come help grab some stuff out of the, uh, the car, but I was playing a bot game. So literally just pause it, walk out there, do what I got to do, come back and pick up like nothing ever happened, so... You know, if you got the time to invest into a multiplayer game, you can do that. Or if you just want to play the game to have some fun and try to get better, play a bot game because I think there's what four difficulties. To set yeah, them I out? think so. I yeah, I, I only mean, played I was like doing one bot medium game difficulty and still got killed. Yeah, I only played one bot game because I wanted to get into the meat of it and force myself to learn the game. But it does have a rank system, so you do queue up with noobs. Uh, if you're a noob, you'll queue up with more skilled people if you played a lot. Um, so it does an okay job of making sure you're getting queued up with people of a similar caliber. Elliot, does this get your seal? Yeah, I, I'm giving it my seal. Um, there were a couple times I played on my iPad and the game shut down on me. So it definitely feels very beta like, um, but it's still, I had a lot of fun. So it gets my seal. All right, Cody, how about you? Does it get your seal? Yeah, it does. Um, like I said, I, I didn't get to play a like uh, as nearly as much as Jeff did uh, but I probably played about 10 11 games and uh, again the like I think like the first two or three games I tried to play I was just completely lost until I started realizing oh okay so if I buy three of these it upgrades all right uh, let's use this unit okay I like this unit okay let's use this one I don't like this one um, but once you got past the the trial and error and you kind of started to figure out what you were doing a little bit, um, it was a lot of fun, and you know that, it, that there's a lot to it. So if you want to get really in depth and you want to be competitive in it, like uh, apparently Jeff is, um, you know you can spend just so many hours trying to learn how you could better it. And uh, but if you like me, pretty casual, pick it up, start throwing some things on the board, try to f- and try to learn on the fly. It, it, it was a lot of fun. I think it's it's one of the few games where it's very very. Comp- it's got a lot of detail where it's hard to master it, but it's pretty easy just to pick up and play it and learn it real fast. So, yeah, it gets my seal. And obviously it doesn't get Jeff's seal. We can tell that from, from this, right, Jeff? Okay, couple things. <laughs> I didn't have really... I think I maybe crashed once or twice on my phone, but one of the things is is it links to your Steam account. So when you play on your computer and you're leveling up and then you move to your phone and you're leveling up, it's all on one account, so you don't have to worry about uh, you know, losing any progress that way, which adds to it. Obviously, I really enjoyed the game. I played this more than any other game of the week we've had. And a lot of times I've said, oh, I love this game. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, and then never went back to it because I just moved on with my life. But this game, <coughs> Warframe. Warframe being chief among them, uh, I I pl- was started playing before we did the uh, uh, the episode this week. And then, because I was on vacation, I played a ton of it in bed while I was sitting in the living room at my brother's house 
watching a movie or whatever. I just pulled up a game and just started practicing. I watched a ton. I loved it. Yes. I I want everybody to know too, Jeff, um, where did you do the majority of your playing on your phone or on your PC? On my phone. Okay. Now what has Jeff always said about playing his games on his phone? So the fact that Jeff liked a mobile game That's true. and played it more on mobile than any other now, platform that it was available. Partly because, because of that gamers, was I was right? on vacation. <laughs> like if I were home yes, exactly. near my desktop, I might have played a little more on the desktop. But the, the nice fact thing about I, the desktop was the keyboard shortcuts are really nice. Yes. And, and I, I think it probably those. is more comfortable to play on the PC. But... The, the other thing is is that this game works on mobile. When I say I don't like mobile games, a lot of it is is they try to shoehorn games that require button inputs onto a mobile device. Like, so I was playing this game. I'm like, maybe I do like mobile games. So I downloaded a couple other ones, and I hated them because you had the virtual buttons. And I'm like, this is trash. Uh, so part of the reason this game works is because works on mobile it's you play the game completely with a mouse on pc or with your fingers on mobile so that it is the rare exception for me when i first started playing the game i I absolutely hated it i was pissed off at this game it was rage inducing but after watching a couple tutorials and you know learning a little bit more on how to play effectively i this this game does get my seal i did enjoy playing this I recommend everybody play this game because it's so accessible as well. Um, so yeah, and, this game is budget arcade approved. Excellent. One other thing, if you're trying the game out, don't get discouraged by losing rounds um, because you're going to lose rounds. It just, it's going to happen. You're going to lose several in a row, but you get a spiff for that. So don't be discouraged if things aren't going your way because you can't turn it around. So Yes, I, I actually, I played a game, I believe it was, oh no, it, yeah, I played a game, it was multiplayer. I was down to nine health, and I had an item that when I died, it saved me from dying for one round. Because of that, I actually ended up going to second place, because I went on a run after that and killed everybody except for the last guy. So it, it is possible to make a huge comeback, but, you know, it takes a little bit of doing. Yeah, and, and if you're new, top three is a win. You know, like, it yeah. took, I would say, 20 to 25 games before I got my first win. You know, so there's a lot to it to get you that point. So getting those top threes, and because if you think of it like a battle royale, you're not going to win every time you drop in Fortnite, and you're not going to win every time you play the game. But if you can get that top three and learn a little bit, you know, and come back and do it again. Because I was watching uh, Swim play right before we recorded, and he was losing, you know, and it, it just, it's the nature of the game. All right. And so next week, we are going to be playing Dr. Mario World because it, it will be releasing on Wednesday, the day after this airs. So everybody download it and uh, play it with us. I. You guys have anything else you want to add to this? Yeah, I got a feeling that Don't Dr. Mario's going to go back like to that. me hating playing on my mobile. <laughs> but it's built for the phone, Jeff. No, it's I, Dr. Mario. Tetris and Dr. Mario are not built for the phone. You know what's going to make it all better, Jeff? I yeah. think. Oh, it's a completely ver- different version of Dr. Mario. This is It's I will totally say, different. I hope to be surprised. Yes, Doctor Mario World. You're gonna have to go around and 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 kill the viruses within the uh, the real world. No, right? well then it's I. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no. feeling sick. Gameplay is totally different. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Mario so. World. I'm not gonna Pokemon make it next go. week. Let's go, Jeff. You know what's gonna be really fun is I- I'll get your hopes up. I'll Nintendo. go ahead and talk to Scott after we do Doctor Mario next week. We'll go to League of Legends. That way we can do another MOBA game. Yeah, because I know that you week love too. It. I will not come on that show. Yeah, on that on that. Uh, <laughs> I will not be on that episode. I love how everybody yeah. just nope. Uh, uh-uh, that's not happening. Last week's episode yeah, was Cody, undoubtedly Cody the worst the one we put one together. I am not touching Dota. I do not care. <laughs> League. We already did League. whatever. <laughs> See, League. <laughs> that's how good it was. That's We've done two of so, the major MOBAs. I'm not doing League. You want to go back to Smite then? Oh, I would rather play Smite a thousand times over than play Dota again or League. 
I'm sorry, guy. Very good. I don't care. And I'll never play it. On that note, we want to thank you for joining us. If you're listening on iTunes, we ask that you would leave us a five-star review. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Budget Arcade. From there, you can join our Discord. You can also join our Discord through our show notes. You can send any hate mail to Jeff. He's at budget.arcade at gmail.com. That's my personal tell email. Tell him how much you like. Yeah, tell him how much you love League of Legends and he's being a jerk. If about you're it. a fan of Dota, <laughs> go back and listen to that episode. You'll have plenty of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, music is by Stimage, and you can download his music at metroidmetal.com. This has been a little gray boy podcasting, podcasting network production and Did game Did you just on. have a stroke? Yes. <laughs>